Florida Governor Ron DeSantis visiting Illinois to, uh, in a way, show his support for law enforcement. Let's go ahead and get to that. Uh, This is uh, DeSantis speaking at a uh, Fraternal Order of Police in Elmhurst yesterday afternoon. He spoke for about 25 minutes. Uh, I condensed it down to some of the the, the highlights here, and here are some of what uh, Governor Ron DeSantis had to say uh, yesterday visiting with law enforcement. Uh, A message about the importance of safe communities, the rule of law, and by standing by the people that wear the uniform and put themselves at risk to protect us. I'm very proud of what we've been able to do in Florida. I have a laundry list of things that I can brag about. We're the fastest growing state in all of the United States. We are number one for net in-migration every year since I've been governor. Illinois, of course, is having a lot of out-migration. We're number one in economic freedom. We're number one in new business formations. Of course, we're number one in tourism. We're number one in GDP growth amongst all large states. Number one in education freedom. Number one. Number one for parental involvement in education. We have one of the lowest per capita tax burdens of any state in the country. And of course, no state income tax. Wouldn't you like to have that here in Illinois? We have one of the lowest debt per capita burdened uh, anywhere in the country, and we currently enjoy a record budget surplus. So you see what we've been able to do, unemployment rates a point, point and a half lower than the national average. I'm sure it's much lower than here in Illinois. And people are always coming. And there's, yes, during COVID, even though your governor would lock you down and have his family in Florida living in free. And many other lockdown politicians would do that. It became like a cottage industry that they'd always end up attacking Florida, that we were somehow being reckless by letting people make their decisions. Then you'd see them down in Palm Beach or you'd see them down in Miami. So that was something that, but people come, yes, because they did want to flee some of the COVID insanity that was going on in many of these other jurisdictions. But I'll tell you, uh, there's no way Florida could have done what we've done And for the success of not just Florida, but for any community, because you're not going to have a good economy if the streets aren't safe. You're not going to have good education if people don't feel safe. None of it works unless you have the foundation of public safety. And here's what we know, particularly over the last few years. The reason why you have crime that has spiraled out of control in so many of these different areas is because you have politicians putting woke ideology ahead of public safety. And you see it now, I know in Chicago, you have all these candidates, they're all trying to outwoke each other. The left of the left is where they run, uh, and then they end up running on these platforms that destroy the communities they're elected to represent. And that you see with this uh, wokeification of law enforcement is passing ludicrous laws like eliminating cash bail. You guys just did that. and here's, here's the thing. New York did this a couple years ago. Everybody said it was going to be a disaster, but they were pursuing ideology. They were not pursuing the interests of the public. They were not worried about the interests of people wearing the uniform and their safety. They had an agenda. 
and they were trying to pursue that agenda. Well, what happens in New York now? If you have some, so police officers go out, risk their lives to be able to apprehend a criminal, you bring the criminal in, uh, and then they're in front of a judge, and in New York State, the judge is not allowed to consider whether that person's a danger to the community when they're making the bail decision. So what happens? They end up having to just release these people. So then you have the police officer who already had to risk his life to go into a situation to deal with this guy, then two weeks later gets called in to have to apprehend the same guy over and over again. How is that something that is good for public safety? And so it's been a total failure. Uh, why you guys would be doing it here after seeing how disastrous it's been is just beyond me. But I can tell you this, when I talk to people that come to Florida, yes, some of the main things that you think of, but they are really, really upset about what's gone on with the law enforcement uh, policies, not standing up for law and order. And the New Yorkers in particular come down and they are saying when they did the no cash bail, all hell broke loose. And that's exactly what you see. You guys are gonna see that unfortunately in Illinois. People are not going to be safe in their communities like they should because that policy is trying to pursue ideology over public safety. So that is wrong. And we are not going to do that in the state of Florida and see, see some of the stuff you, you probably read about. And some of it is just really outrageous. What a lot of people don't realize is one of the things that flows from critical theory, and you've seen it in some of these cities, is teaching kids to have a hatred for law enforcement. They actually have things where they will say that law enforcement are gunning down racial minorities with impunity, you know, without any evidence. And, and that's just a slander on the people that wear the uniform. So the goal of critical theory with respect to police uh, is to basically sow a hatred amongst very young people uh, for those who are wearing the uniform. And in Florida, we reject that. Uh, that is totally inappropriate and that is wrong. But what all we all these different things that these states and, and these localities are doing, it all goes back to putting ideology ahead of what's right for you. And that needs to stop in this country. We gotta start doing what's right for people. And so anybody who's interested in coming down, and yes, if you wanna come and just move down anyways, but if you wanna be a part uh, of our law enforcement community, just know uh, that the door is open. Uh, I can promise you that uh, you'll get support. I can promise you that you'll have communities that'll appreciate what you do. And I can promise you this, that in Florida, we will never ever surrender to the woke mob. Our state is where woke goes to die. Thank you, guys. So, again, uh, so that much. was uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, attending an event at a Knights of Columbus in Elmhurst, Illinois. Uh, he did not make any you know, pronouncements that he's going to run for president, but a lot of people uh, expecting that that announcement is going to come at some point. Uh, and, of course, uh, you've got the stack of Republicans looking to possibly take on Joe Biden uh, continuing to stack up. But there were protesters outside of the uh, event in Elmhurst and even on social media, uh, you have uh, the likes of uh, U.S. Representative Sean Caston, uh, who made some comments on social media, in particular on Twitter, talking about uh, how uh, Ron DeSantis is 
uh, a racist and a coward. And you uh, are likely going to hear some of that as well uh, from uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker when he uh, has some appearances today uh, dealing with separate issues. But uh, interesting to see uh, the Florida governor come to Illinois, talk about outbound migration, talk about the Safety Act and no cash bail, talk about crime rates and uh, uh, so-called woke ideology taking over for uh, public safety. So I wanted to share that with you, just some of the uh, excerpts and highlights of DeSantis's visit here in Illinois. A uh, lot more coming up, including the conversation about uh, president and in particular what these various candidates are looking at when it comes to dealing with Ukraine as President Joe Biden made a surprise visit. We'll get to that coming up here on WMA. So we uh, talked last segment about uh, Ron DeSantis making a visit to Illinois. He has not officially announced that he's running for president, but uh, you've got a whole host of names that are stacking up, including Nikki Haley and uh, even the possibility that uh, Tim Scott could be throwing his hat in the ring. What about uh, former Vice President Mike Pence? Uh, and they're all looking at uh, making some stops uh, throughout Iowa ahead of uh, some caucus time. Uh, but uh, you've also got uh, other names like uh, the former Arkansas Governor Hutchinson uh, and even Ron DeSantis as well, who uh, we just talked about last segment making a stop to Illinois after he made uh, other stops uh, elsewhere. Uh, but what I think one thing that's going to be a, a really heated debate in this upcoming presidential cycle is that of what's happening with Ukraine and Russia and whatever possible alignments there may be when it comes to Russia, China, Iran versus the West. Uh, and we're starting to see some of those uh, machinations develop and the alarms there, uh, and even uh, Ron DeSantis saying that uh, you know it's it's the possible proxy war with China in Ukraine if China goes and backs up uh, what's going on uh, with Russia. Uh, but uh, President Joe Biden making a surprise visit to Ukraine, uh, and, and it's interesting to see some of the uh, the way this is being reported. But uh, before going to Ukraine, uh, President uh, Biden talked about uh, the funding levels and what we're doing for helping Ukraine, and it's not just with bombs. It's not just with tanks. Uh, what about boots on the ground? Oh, yeah. Don't forget about pensions. Here's uh, President uh, Biden uh, talking about that right before he left to go overseas. And to deliver much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. So we've got a whole host of needs here in the United States, but the president announcing that indeed some of our tax dollars going to help uh, Ukraine even pay their pensions, uh, not just defend themselves from Russian aggression. Uh, but with President Joe Biden making that surprise visit overseas, uh, you've got some of the things that he was talking with the Ukrainian president about, uh, and in particular, uh, the idea of even more dollars going to Ukraine, as you've got uh, President Biden announcing half a billion dollars more uh, for Ukraine, and uh, uh, just uh, pretty incredible uh, where, where we're at right now. Here's just some of what President Biden had to say. Putin's war of conquest is failing. We also talked about uh, how uh, the, the country still stands. One year later, Kyiv stands, and Ukraine stands, democracy stands. 
The Americans stand with you, and the world stands with you. And some uh, natural sound with uh, air sirens blasting off in the background. Surely you've seen that as well. Uh, but uh, the president apparently sneaking into the country via a rail line that a lot of leaders have used to get in and out of Ukraine to Kiev uh, and uh, and elsewhere. Uh, so obviously in the uh, 2024 presidential election, the issue of Ukraine is going to be uh, a focal point. You had a uh, rally, uh, Rage Against the War Machine rally happened in Washington, D.C., where there was a mixture of uh, voices like former Congressman Ron Paul, former Congressman Dennis Kucinich on opposite sides of the aisle. You had uh, speakers like Tulsi Gabbard as well. But uh, that rally over in Washington, D.C. being labeled a Russian uh, sympathist uh, rally. So, uh, again, the politics is not going to go away anytime soon. This is going to be something that's going to be very much part of the debate heading into the 2024 cycle, and it seems like that cycle has already begun. All right, stay tuned. We've got uh, much more coming up here with WMAY.